Pastor Jeremy Leslie, welcome to Good News, Great Joy, All People, a podcast designed for, well, all people. (laughs) Thanks for uh, tuning in today. Do me a favor, share this podcast. Share it to your social media page. Share, share, share. We need the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ out to the whole world, right? I know uh, many of you have uh, grown up in church. You've been around church a lot, right? You've heard pastors. You've heard sermons. You've read your Bible. You've listened to Christian radio. Some of you have not, and maybe that's by design, or maybe it's one of those things that you've been waiting to do or going to get around to it. Well, the gospel's been around for a long time. And uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ, the finished work of the cross, the power in the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, the power of the Trinity, these things have been preached for thousands of years. Um, In fact, uh, if you look back in history and see what the very first Christians were preaching, the very first believers were preaching, what John and those who he taught uh, and discipled were preaching Um, it may sound a bit different than much of what you've heard preached in your lifetime. Um, Somewhere along the road, we forgot what good news was, and we started focusing on all the negativity, all the evil of the world, all the darkness, and we just became uh, policemen and uh, the town crier, I think. You know, the British are coming, the British are coming, the devil's coming, evil is coming. And we've just uh, really gotten off track over the years, and you can tell um, by the the nature of the church and what's happening right now with pastors and what's happening with churches. And so this uh, broadcast is here to bring good news, to bring hope, to bring joy, to release the power and the fire of God into your life and to equip and train and, and prophesy to you and to encourage you. And of course, we're here to pray as well because we want to uh, make sure that we're praying over your needs and uh, releasing uh, you know, the prayer into this realm. And so let's do that now. Let's just take a moment. Uh, Father, we thank you for who you are. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that You are in us and we are in you. Thank you that we're never alone. Thank you that no matter what is happening in the world around us, there is peace within us because Christ is within us. Holy Spirit is around us and within us. Thank you that you're our Father. We are your sons manifested in this realm God all power all power has been given to us and we can speak we can declare we can release we can build up we can tear down we can take authority we can establish a thing so many scriptural references to the power we have as sons and daughters of God. Lord, today I pray a special miracle over every person listening. I pray God for hope to explode in the hearts of people. I pray God for those that are lonely and feel like they're not seen. I pray today that they would feel the eyes of God upon them. 
that they would feel the gaze of Jesus in their lives. I pray today, God, for those that feel like all hope is gone, that the bright light, the bright light that shines will come in and set their darkness on fire. Pray healing over marriages, healing over minds. I pray deliverance and breakthrough, finances, emotions. I pray, Lord, for physical healing, for infirmities, maladies, sicknesses, diseases, conditions to be broken, to be removed in Jesus' name. I thank you for your power manifested in this earth. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, listen, I'm going to give you a scripture. This is from 2 Corinthians chapter 3, and it's uh, verses 18 and 19. I want you to listen to this, and I want it to bless you. Um, Actually, this is all verse uh, 18. We can all draw close to him with the veil removed from our faces. And with no veil, we all become like mirrors who brightly reflect the glory of the Lord Jesus. We are being transfigured into his very image as we move from one brighter level of glory to another. And this glorious transfiguration comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. So first of all, you got to look at this Greek verb in verse 18 uh, when he talks about um, this Greek word metamorpho. It's the same word that was used for Jesus being transfigured on the mountain. Remember that? It's told in Matthew chapter 17, verse 2, and Mark chapter 9, verse 2. And it's for our transfiguration through the renewing of our minds. Remember Romans chapter 12, uh, verse 2. Let's go over and read that quickly together. Okay, this is from the Passion Translation. You'll hear a lot of uh, Passion Translation coming from my broadcast and my my uh, sermons and messages and declarations and decrees. But you'll look at uh, uh, Romans chapter 12. Let me go there real quickly and verse 1. Ready? Okay, I'm not, I'm at 13. Here we go. Beloved friends, what should be our proper response to God's marvelous mercies? Wait a minute, just wait just a minute. You just, wow, verse two, that's where I'm supposed to be. Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. So we start with that. Stop imitating. Another uh, translation of this says, don't be squeezed into the mold of this present age. (laughs) Don't be squeezed into it. Don't imitate the ideals and the opinions of people. We're so easily moved by culture. We're so easily influenced and impacted by those around us. That's why our parents taught us to be careful who we hang out with, to hang out with people, you know what I'm saying, that are are going places, people with good morals, good attitudes, people that do the right thing, people that don't get in trouble. You know, we were were taught this as children. It's something we teach our children, right, to hang out with people that are going somewhere, People who have goals, people who have hearts uh, toward a, a purpose and a future. 
But here, Paul is telling us to stop imitating not only the ideals, but the opinions of the culture around us and be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how we think. Now, we've done a lot of, I grew up in holiness. um, And for those of you that know what that is, it was a lot of dogmatism about clothing and hair and jewelry and makeup and where you could go and what you could listen to and what you could see and uh, all of those kind of things. There was a lot of things you could not do, much less, you know, whatever. Um, and it was just really, really a lot of control and a lot of manipulation. And I've been around so many people that are still trapped in some level of it. And it's just amazing. But when the scripture here says to uh, let the Holy Spirit transform you, listen, it's a total reformation of how you think. That's the real definition of repentance, by the way, to change how you think, to change how you think. We tell people to quit sinning. We don't mean just, hey, stop doing bad things. Change the way you think about those things. Change, first of all, the way you think about God and then how you think about yourself. And that will absolutely rid you of the problems of sin. (laughs) Besides, you've already been delivered from sin. If you are in Christ, you've already been saved from sin if you are in Christ. So you got to quit thinking about, you know, these these things where people tell you, you know, you're just a sinner saved by grace. It is really profoundly and egregiously uh, unscriptural. You are not a sinner, not in the eyes of God. You are the righteousness of God. You are the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. You are a son and the daughter of the most high God. And that is the way he sees you. And that is the way you need to start seeing yourself. But we can draw close, Paul says to him, with a veil removed from our faces. So there's nothing between us and his face. And then we all become like mirrors, who brightly reflect the glory of the Lord Jesus. When you're looking in the face of Jesus, this is like Moses, when he looked in the face of God, when he went up in the mountain and got the, uh, the, the tablets, you know, the 10 commandments, when he went up and was, had been with God and he looked on the face of God or he looked at God, he came down, his face was glowing and the people uh, couldn't look at him because his face was glowing and he had to take a veil and cover his face so that he could communicate with them so they could hear what God was saying to them. Well, this is the way when you look in the face of God, you turn your eyes upon Jesus and look full in his wonderful face. It will change your likeness. It will change your own looks. It will change. Your face will begin to brightly reflect the glory of the Lord Jesus. And that, my friends, is being transfigured into his very image. And then you're moving from one brighter level of glory to another. This scripture is so powerful because the things that have been kicking our tails for years, the things that have been stressing us out, the things that have been eating our lunch and taking our lunch money, these things will come to an end when we begin to gaze and we begin to look into the eyes of Jesus. Now, my wife sings a song when we when we do worship. Um, she does a song that I absolutely love. I think it's Maverick City uh, worship a song. It says, "When I lock eyes with you, I see my reflection." <sighs> when you look into the eyes of God, you will see yourself. When you gaze at Him you will begin to realize that you're gazing at yourself. You, my friend, are God's expression of himself in this world. You are God's reflection 
of heaven in this world. Wherever you go, whatever room you walk in, whatever conversations you're in, that's where God is. God is in the room. God is in the conversation. And you can tell people that realize this, people that have awakened to this, because they speak with a level of tenderness. They speak prophetically. They don't speak with negativity, and they don't speak with you know all of this. Uh, man, I'm telling you what. There's so much cutthroat, um, you know, backbiting, gossiping. There's so much, especially in the workforce. I've discovered there are so many conversations that are happening about me <laughs> when I'm not in the room. And, you know, that is really evident as a person who's quite prophetic and can can sense and hear and see things. You know, when people come in and they begin to have conversations with me, I know things, you know, and you can tell the vibe. But listen, it's important that you not let these things get you down. You got to remember who your source is. You got to remember who your provider is. You got to remember who your father is. Listen, I'm going to give you one more uh, scripture here. I'm just sort of uh, newly uh, preaching in this podcast, and so I'm going to be, uh, you know, catching a a flow as we go. Um, But I'll give you another scripture from 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 17, where Paul said, but the one who joins himself to the Lord is mingled into one spirit with him. (laughs) Mingled into one spirit with him. So, you become one. This is the Greek verb kaleo, which means to unite, to knit, to weld together, to mingle, to join together, and literally to make two into one. And that's what happens when you're in Christ and Christ is in you. You are one. You've become intertwined, welded together with Christ. So everywhere you go, Christ goes. Christ is in your home right now. And I think you need to know this today because I know the church has put a lot of guilt and a lot of shame and a lot of condemnation on you. And I know people have told you how bad you are. Your credit, criminal records, your work history, the opinions of family members, the opinions of maybe your parents, co-workers, just holding your past against you maybe even your current failures your current shortcomings because we all have them every single person listening to this podcast has faults failures flaws shortcomings things that you wish were better but the more you look into the face of jesus the more you become like jesus until one day People will not be able to tell, is it you, is it him? (laughs) That's what we call union with Christ. That's what we call divinization. That's what we call theosis. Becoming. Transforming. Morphing into Christ. Paul actually says in one place, put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Literally, slide into him put him on like a like a like a like an outfit like a costume that's your true nature you're not a sinner saved by grace you're not you're not a fornicator you're not an adulterer you're not a liar you're not a screw up you're not all the things that people have said about you you are loved 
You are cherished. You are celebrated. You are empowered. The goodness of God is on you and in you. And all of the Godhead, the power of the Godhead, the Father, Son, and Spirit, all are within and around and over you. You cannot lose, my friend. Quit identifying with the things that people have said or maybe even the things you said. Change the language about the things you say. You are joined with Christ. And it's time to walk as a person who is in union with Christ. It's time to walk. Jesus walked on the earth and said things like, I and my Father are one. When you see me, you see the Father. And that's what he wants you to understand about yourself. When the, when the world looks at you, when your spouse look at you, looks at you, your children, your parents, your coworkers, your friends, your neighbors, even your enemies look at you, they are looking at God himself. When they look in your eyes, they're looking in the eyes of mercy, grace, justice, truth, power. Today is the day to recognize and know him in a brand new way. So Lord, I thank you today for every person listening. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that the cross and the resurrection of Jesus made the ground even, equal, level for every single person. Thank you, Lord, men and women, children, all ethnicities, all socioeconomic backgrounds, all cultures, all lifestyles. Everyone has access to the Father. Every one of us have the ability to wake up to our true divine nature. I pray today that the gift and the power of the Holy Spirit will become alive in every single listener. They will know themselves because they know you. Change the way we think, Lord. Change the way we speak. Change the way we believe. Change the way we operate. Change the way we love. Change the way we function. Change the way we ward flow in life with other people. Bring healing to this world. Bring restoration. Bring the kingdom, oh God. Bring the kingdom to this earth. Cause your sons and daughters to be manifested on every continent of this planet. Release heaven on earth, Lord. We know this is your will. We know this is your plan. And we know this is what you are doing. Let us be a part of it. I thank you, God, for new thinking, for new ways of living. In Jesus' name, the name that's above every name. Amen. Thanks for your time today. Drop me an email at jeremyleslie at gmail.com. That is J-E-R-E-M-Y-L-E-S-L-E-Y at gmail.com. Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com, Jeremy Leslie Official. That's uh, facebook.com forward slash Jeremy Leslie Official. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm out there. Reach out. Let me know how I can pray for you, how I can encourage you, how I can be of strength to you. Tune in next time for Pastor Jeremy Leslie. 
good news, great joy, all people.